Welcome to Geeksploration, the podcast where we're working our way up from CD henchman to underworld crime boss. I'm Ben Robinson. And I'm John Williams. Get ready to steal some wheels, pick up a prostitute, and get that wanted level raised. We're talking Grand Theft Auto. Hey Ben. Hey John, how have you been? I've been all right. I'm uh, I'm currently at home, as you can see, but the listeners can't. We're not in the booths tonight. I didn't want to fight that uh, that heat in uh, in the booths, and I've got a little bit of a hangover. So, oh man, that's that's becoming a thing, or you know, like a a regular occurrence now. I should get myself some help. <laughs> Well, if we didn't record these things on a Sunday and or Saturday, yeah, you probably wouldn't be hung over if we did it on a Wednesday. No, no, no. I'd just be thinking about getting, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm all right on my weekdays, but weekends, man, it's time to unwind. I'm so, we're, we're doing it. The, uh, the, the big boy for adults only here. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure we, did we gloss over the, yeah, I'm sure we glossed over this in one of our video game episodes way back in the olden days. Yeah, I can't imagine we went without mentioning Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, we made it far enough into the, the, the consoles for us to cross paths with this. Grand Theft Auto, my goodness, what a, uh, what a force in the video game world. Yeah, I don't think it would be too much hyperbole to say that it's one of the most influential games of the last 20 years. Yeah, no, I, I think that is totally fair. Because it uh, it opened the world up, as you could say. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it, figuratively and literally. Yeah, this has been a revolution that you know created a genre all its own by its very existence. Open world games existed, but you know it, the landscape has changed dramatically since uh, Grand Theft Auto Three made made its debut and changed everything. Well created everything i guess yeah i mean yeah there were open world-ish games i mean you had like ultima 7 and and oh you know old rpgs were ostensibly open world i had a big world you could go wherever you wanted in it and you could do all that stuff but it was uh a lot of the the what you think of as open world conventions were definitely are drawn from the pool of grand theft auto yeah and and you know having this amount of freedom like to this degree with the entire world existing around you was kind of a new concept you know at that time like you're in a regular world with buildings and people and pedestrians and other people just driving cars just existing like you do on the streets you know like you, you walk down the street and there's people having their own independent lives you know like it's a it's a big world and you have that in a video game now and you yeah. can punch them like you wouldn't do in <laughs> real life yeah you can rip them out of their car and then run them over and uh you know light them on fire and just generally be a, a fucking miscreant <laughs> yeah i wonder how many people play this game and aren't being assholes to complete the missions you need to do some underhanded shit like i mean it it, it plays like a mob movie most of the time so are there people that just like that like to go and you know ride a bike or walk across a bridge or or take a car for a spin but one that you bought somehow 
I'm sure there are. Like, my wife doesn't play video games, but I bet that she would stop at all the stoplights. You know, I, I was it. just thinking about that. I remember doing that once, like just for fun, just seeing if I could obey all the laws. And it was the most boring thing I'd ever done in my entire life. Probably a little bit of, uh, of exaggeration there, but not much. It was at least equivalent to the things that you do in actual life, which is, uh, yes. you know, that's not what video games are for. Yeah. Driving is a lot less fun in, uh, well, no, I guess I do get some joy out of driving, but I don't get to drive in the real world the way GTA lets me. Oh yeah. Weaving in and out of traffic and, you know, sideswiping people with no regard. Yeah. yeah. Or just, just running over pedestrians. I think that's <laughs> what I, that's what I may have mentioned in our, uh, in our old video game episodes that like, that's, that's one of my favorite things to do is to just run people over. Just, just watch them flop around. Like I, you know, I wonder if either of us are going to come out sounding like total sociopaths. I don't think um, there's any way we'll come out of this not sounding like total sociopaths. <laughs> so this is not the episode to recommend to my coworkers or my <laughs> parents. But yeah, I, I love just, just running people over. Like in GTA 5, there's this, there's this like uh, outdoor mall thing and, and it, it goes in a big circle and I just drive around in the, in the circle just running people over. There's always huge crowds of people. It's so much fun. I agree with that. <laughs> but, you know, one thing I love about these games is their storytelling. Like, this plays like, a, like an epic movie or, you know, mob miniseries. Um, you've got, you know, anywhere from, you know, Grand Theft Auto 3 being like, you know, like a Scorsese mob picture to the, like, Scarface-influenced uh, Vice City. Carlito's Way kind yeah. of Vice City, Miami Vice and, kind of stuff. and Totally. And then, like, San Andreas was very much like like the movies of the time that it takes place in, in the 1990s, you know, where you're dealing with, with gang violence and police corruption. Yeah, like Boys in the Hood. Yeah. All play like a big epic movie, or at least those three. Um, and they kind of built up to that. Like, uh, GTA 3, you, you know, you had a silent protagonist. Like, he didn't say anything, so... Mm -hmm. um, like, you didn't get a voiced protagonist until they got, you know, Ray Liotta in as Tommy Versetti in Vice City, so... So good. Th like, they built on the storytelling and, and, and got, you know, made it bigger and better and more, you know, all the way through. You know, and they're still... I guess they're still doing that. I don't know. They've been kind of sitting on their laurels for a while here. Yeah, they'll they'll introduce cool stuff to into GTA Online, but yeah, they 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 aren't revolutionizing as much as they did back in the day. Where like, you know, it's fucking wild that between GTA Three and uh, Vice City, it was one year. Yeah, they were pumping them out. Three came out in two thousand one, and Vice City came out in two thousand two. That's bonkers. And then it doubled to uh, for San Andreas, and then it doubled again for uh, GTA four, and then it was five years until GTA five. But now it's been, been eight years. Eight years. Yeah. yeah it's, ugh. Well, they they figured out a way to keep making money off of it, so they're, yep. they're not quite as pressed to make another one. Yeah, it's self-sustaining at this point. And I think they've said that, like, Rockstar leadership has said they'd like to f focus on, like, more smaller, like, more contained games. GTA V is a fucking behemoth. Like, the amount of money and time and resources that went into that game is absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. And if they wanted to step it up again, you know, exponentially, it's going to take 
forever and, you know, again, a lot of time and resources. So it's possible that there really just isn't or aren't many ways where they could scale it up anymore, except just make it bigger. But, you know, if they if they don't actually improve mechanics in any meaningful way, then people are going to get pissed off or bored and then it wouldn't be worth their time if it started being diminishing returns for them. Yeah, yeah. And they've got, I mean, like the the one like classic location they haven't hit that I think would be kind of cool is uh, like GTA 2 took place in, I think it was called like Anywhere City or Everywhere <laughs> City or something like that. Anyway, it was like a, it was like a future like not not quite sci-fi but like closer to cyberpunk kind of dystopia oh like a blade runner world or akira kind of yeah the graphics weren't super stylized but it was uh that's that's kind of what the idea was yeah and so like it'd be cool for them to do that but like cyberpunk kind of already did that like cyber you know cyberpunk 2077 is very much got that gta feel to it is that game doing well? Because I, I thought I remember there was a lot of controversy and problems when it first dropped. Oh, its launch was a giant clusterfuck. Oh, okay. But it is, uh, it, they've kind of fixed most of the, ironed out most of the problems and, they, they, you know, their their uh, reputation will remain fairly tarnished for the bullshit they were feeding people. Oh, so they didn't just screw up. They were being dickheads and trying to get out of it. Huh? Yeah, which was too bad because CD Projekt Red was probably one of the mo- more well-respected developers in oh, the video boo. game land. So, but yeah, they uh, basically they were saying like, yeah, it runs great on consoles. It's, you know, it's going to be awesome. And then it was just like destroying people's consoles and, oh, and shit. crashing constantly and full of bugs and like, you know. They pulled it off all the console stores and gave everybody refunds, and it was just a fucking mess. You know, and for a long time, with once uh, GTA Five Online got so big that there were a lot of rumors flying around that they were going to do a new Vice City or add in the Liberty City map from Grand Theft Auto Four, and I really wish they would have done that. Like either one of those, I would love to be playing online. Like the GTA Four City still looked good enough. Like with Vice City, they'd have to create something from scratch. So GTA Four still used the same Rage engine, yeah, as as GTA Five did. I mean, it was you know much improved because of the hardware they were working with. But though, kind of, I like. It's weird to think that GTA Five came out for the PS3 and the Xbox 360. Like it's lasted. It's in its third console generation now. Is it the the tail end of one? Oh, jeez, yeah. And it's all the way into its third now, which is weird. Yeah, that happened I, over the course of eight years. But it's like, holy shit, guys! I had it on 360 originally. That's right. And then when I finally got an Xbox One, I had to I had to get a new one. Yeah. Wow. I'd forgotten about that. Um. So. How about we uh, we go into some first impressions here? I'm all about it. Why don't you take it away then? Uncharacteristically, I have a, <laughs> a fairly vivid memory of the first time I encountered Grand Theft Auto. Um, I I never played the you know the top down. I'd never heard of the you know the two first games. Yeah. But I went over to a party at uh, our buddy James's house. And I remember like walking in and, and someone was playing GTA three on, on the TV there at the party. And it was kind of like, yeah, I was like watching it and just watching this guy, like pull people out of cars and run people over and mow down cops, you know, doing all the GTA stuff and just being like, what is this? And why don't <laughs> I have it in my life? Yeah. Wait, you're allowed to do this? Yeah. Like shooting down helicopters and, and just, I mean, picking up hookers. And just, it was just like, holy shit, this is amazing. And I mean, I was you know how old were we at that point like 20 19 
Yeah, yeah, I was I was 19. Yeah, for GTA 3. Yeah. And uh I'm pretty sure it might have been like a a Christmas day party thing. I'm hoping it was that same party cuz on the way to that one uh I basically ran it you know, ran it ran into a dude with my car. Or he ran oh. into my car yes. and broke my mirror off with his face cuz he was trying to block a the off-ramp on the freeway and being a drunken asshole on Christmas yeah. day. That was equal parts terrifying and hilarious. You know, yeah. b- b- being the passenger in your car for that. That was a uh, whoa. <laughs> that guy was was something something else. He was hammered. Yeah, banging on the hood of my car and then like he went to stop another car and I decided to gun it and he just face first into my mirror. Yeah, like why is he going to run at York? I don't know. Never mind. I don't think he was thinking straight, but no, yeah. <laughs> I, I like, I can't remember if it was the same party as that, but I like to think it is because it would be a really appropriate event to have on my way <laughs> to uh, discovering Grand Theft Auto. Well, there was only one other person in the car with us and I doubt he listens to the show. So we can just, we can put that in as canon. Yeah, <laughs> true. Uh, but I mean, I remember just being like floored at how cool it was. I mean, the for the time, the graphics were impressive and just the, the level of freedom you had. Like, there was no levels. There was no bosses. There was none of that shit. No. There was just missions that you could take or you couldn't take and there was all kinds of side missions. You could become a cop. Or, I mean, like, you could get in a cop car and do vigilante missions. Uh, you could pick up people in taxis and do whatever the fuck you wanted. And uh, I think I went out and bought it either the next day or, you know, within within the week, I owned the game and uh, started uh, devoting my life to it <laughs> in large chunks. Yeah. Um, you know, that what's funny is now that you mentioned that party, like, I think that predates one of the things I was going to talk about here. Because I've got, as uh, as dumb as this may sound, I've got multiple first impressions, um, but they're all kind of boring. So here we go. This, this should be good podcasting. Now, I remember um, encountering the uh, the original Grand Theft Auto. It was either one or two at uh, our buddy Zach's place. His brother was a computer geek, and they would have LAN parties over there. And I remember when they were set up once, we were going over there to play music because we were, we were fucking cool. <laughs> nah, uh, I remember his brother telling me about it and just seeing like the top down view and, and the fact that you could run people over and that cops were coming after you. And I was like, okay, that that's neat. But I never, never really played it. And then I remember seeing grand theft auto three, um, at a party, uh, with some coworkers. That, that's how I knew how old I was because of the job I was at. Ah. And I didn't play it, but I, but everyone was like raving over it. And I was just like, yeah, this looks fucking dumb. I don't, I don't get it. And then what, what I thought was my first memory of playing it was at your house. But I think that I think I had the same, uh, the same experience. So, so it may have been that, that same Christmas party, or I may have just been at whatever party it was because that's what we did back then. But I feel like there, like, like over at James's place was the first time I actually played it. Um, yeah. and I remember not knowing what I was doing Yeah, and, uh, and being embarrassed because there were other people there. <laughs> and I was just like, ah, ah, I'm, I'm, I'm making everybody uh, sit here and watch stupid nonsense bullshit because I don't know how to do fun things. Yeah, watching you run across the street and get hit by a car. And- <laughs> so let's say that there are two distinct eras in. Well, actually, you know what? I think. Oh, I think as I was going over my, uh, as I was perusing. They actually do have it split up into three er- eras of Grand Theft Auto. There's like 
the 2D, the top down, then there's the 3D, which is Grand Theft Auto 3, Vice City, and Liberty City. And then I believe they called it HD, starting with uh, yeah, with Grand Theft Auto 4. For, yeah, that's when they five. came out. That's when they had to build their new engine because they were using, I can't remember what it was called, but the old engine they were using got bought by EA and they were like, nope, we don't want to license shit from EA. So we're going to make our own engine. Oh, shit. Um, so in this first generation, the top-down ones, have you have you gone back and played any of those games? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I guess we should set it up. Like, these were top-down, you know, bird's-eye view games where, you know, you, you could get and steal cars and cops would come after you. You could kill people. But it was very much more rudimentary. Um, yeah, they, it came out in 1997. Um, it was on PC and uh, PlayStation and a few other, I think it was on a couple other consoles. It was top down and the, the, I've got it on my phone. I've got like a PlayStation emulator on my phone with the first two on it. And I was playing a little bit of them this last, over the last week. And, uh, holy shit, they are, they're rough. Oh yeah. The controls are ridiculous and archaic and frustrating. Oh yeah. Cause you hooked, you can hook a, uh, a PlayStation controller up to your phone, right? Or an Xbox. Yeah. Yep. You can Bluetooth it in. Okay. Yeah. So it's not just like trying to use virtual controls on your phone sucks. It's no, like, no, the- even with a controller, it still sucks. Cause like basically to run, like to move your guy, you press X. Ew. It's not just point it in a direction with your, uh, with your joystick. No, it's not. Cause it's, cause I think it also came out on like game boy color mm-hmm. and a few other things. So like they, they couldn't rely on joysticks or analog sticks, you know? So they had to make it like D pad friendly because the game boy color had, you know, four buttons and a d-pad yeah and that's really all you need so uh, basically the way the controls work is you have left and right moves turns your guy left or right from their perspective so if you're running down screen and you press left your guy will turn right (laughs) (laughs) oh boy and you have to be holding down a button to run and then the, the car controls are exactly the same holy shit it is so hard to get the hang of i started getting the hang of it a little bit but there's there's no map. And so like you'll have like a, an icon that says, you know, oh, okay, I need to go east. But then you run into like a river and you have to like turn and go around this river, you know, figure out how to get there. But there's no map. So like you you don't know what streets you should take to get there. Yeah. It's it's like it's like you have to Zelda your way through it. Yeah. Because it's still but got without like, a map. It's still got like three islands. So there's bridges and stuff. But you don't have any fucking clue where they are. Oh, yeah. And I guess that's uh, that's something interesting to point out is that in the original GTA, they, they had Liberty City, Vice City and San Andreas. Yes, in there. They did. So like yep. the precedent was already there. Um, I didn't know this as these games were coming out. I thought they were just making them up on the fly. And Liberty City is a clear New York analog, whereas Vice City is definitely Miami and San Andreas was a San Francisco style uh, city. Yep. The way the game worked was you'd get missions from like a payphone. And tell you to like go do this thing, and uh, you know you'd have to like go kill somebody, or go deliver something, or go steal something, or go blow something up, and you'd have to get enough points essentially, and you got points for destructions. So, like you could just like kill people on the street and get get points for it, and as soon as you got enough points, you'd go on to the next city. Oh, cool! And I I, I guess when they were developing game, like the original like working title was um, Race and Chase. Okay. And, and the original idea was that you were a cop chasing down criminals <laughs> and like, you know, it was mostly a car racing game through the streets, except it was so fucking buggy and, and that uh, basically when they were playtesting it, everyone was like, this is fucking boring. 
And then they made it so that you could be either cops or criminals. And nobody ever wanted to be cops because you have to like <laughs> not try and run people over and obey laws and, and whatnot. And people were like, wait, it's way more fun to just drive around town and running, run people over and fuck shit up. So they shifted it to a, you know, you are the criminal game and it was way better. So I inadvertently understood like the, the exact spirit and intent of the people who created Grand Theft Auto. I just want to yeah. run people over. A absolutely. <laughs> Going back and, and replaying the original Grand Theft Auto gave me an appreciation for how much of the core concept of the joy behind this game was there from the beginning. It was yeah. miserable to play because the controls are just fucking god-awful. But you're cruising around town, you're running from cops, you've got a wanted level. It's like little cop faces that are uh, instead of stars. Yeah, and and the, the busted and wasted was there from the beginning, yeah. right? Yep, yeah, and you run people over. The cars each had radio stations with, like, fake news reports and, you know, satirical commentary and music. No shit. Like, all of that shit was there from the beginning. Wow, like, I, I didn't think that they really put a ton of time and effort into it until, like, Vice City. I mean, they definitely leveled up from Grand Theft Auto oh, yeah. 3 to Vice City, but... That's so cool that it was actually a part of the original games. Yeah, absolutely. I think each car had two different radio stations that would, you know, would pick one at random. Like, you couldn't swap through them like you could in later games. Yeah. And I think there was only eight stations total. But they had the same thing. They had, like, a fake talk radio station and some music stations and, you know, you know kind of satire commercials and shit. I wonder if any of the, uh, any of the now classic characters like like i mentioned before laszlo and fernando martinez or love fist or you know any of the products that keep popping up like i wonder if any of those were around in the original game i'd love to to do a little research on that yeah i don't know i didn't i didn't recognize any while i was playing but i only i played it for like a couple hours before i was like this is absurd <laughs> maddening it sounds like if i could adjust the controls to be like more modern where i could just like drive around i think it would it, it would still be fun yeah, but, yeah. I'm glad you played it because, you know, I've I've never actually played it and I didn't have any experience with it. So I, I figured it would just be a quick little like this existed now on to Grand Theft Auto 3. But speaking of which, that did exist. And now on to Grand Theft Auto 3, right? No, I'm just kidding. Do you have more to say about the original games? Not not really. I mean, I played two as well. Like I said, that you got, you got like you could get like a lightning gun and shit in it. It was kind of cool. I had a, like, a little bit more of a sci-fi feel because it was like a dystopian city kind of thing. That's right. It had some. It definitely had some improvements. It is better, but the control scheme is the same, and that was the biggest problem I had with it. You know, and that seems like if you're if you're going through the time and effort to port this over to something, it seems like it wouldn't be that much more time or effort to just switch the the keys and the commands on there well and they, they might have i just you know i played a playstation port so i don't know, maybe or i mean a playstation rom so i mean it was the core game oh. Oh, i mean hell okay. even, even the playstation controllers didn't have the the analogs at first yeah that's right yeah the original playstation ones didn't not until the dual shock came out yeah. whoa i guess critically gta 2 was was kind of poo-pooed like the, the first one came out and it was like, oh, that was the other thing that was really cool about the first one. So uh, I can't remember the, the company that published it, but they hired a marketing guy who basically called around a bunch of local TV, like news stations and was like, 
oh my God, this game, you guys wouldn't believe it. They're, you kill cops and you run people over. It is, it's just going to ruin society. It's terrible. Like I'm all <laughs> riled up. And uh, so that they would do a bunch of stories about like, beware, Grand Theft Auto is coming for your children. Oh, that's great. Stories on it. And uh, like, it, it, you know, it worked almost too good. They like, they were almost considering not publishing it because they were like, oh shit, we're getting way more shit for this than we thought we were going to. <laughs> but what it did was make every single child that heard about it want it badly and kind of that's great built that reputation and ended up being super successful for it and then uh when the second one came out it was it was kind of people i guess were just kind of disappointed that it wasn't it was basically the, the same game with the slightly better graphics but not as good as you'd expect for the time yeah and some some minor improvements so uh thankfully that didn't kill the series yeah, and that, that was it was originally released by uh, DMA Designs, who then became Rockstar North that we yeah. know today. Yeah, and I didn't know until I was uh, reading into it that they did Lemmings. Oh no shit! Yes, yeah, that was like their that was their bread and butter before GTA. That is a game that I have played once or twice, and I've never understood it. It just oh really? It, yeah, I, I mean, I love Lemmings. Uh, I didn't, I didn't spend a lot of time with it. I didn't put a lot of effort into it, but like, I, I would just watch it and I'd be like, these guys are just walking around, man. Like this, this is fucking boring. <laughs> like it looked kind of like, kind of like worms, but without, you know, your cutesy little characters shooting rockets at each other and shit. Oh, we should do an episode on worms one day. Completely off topic here. I just downloaded uh, worms WMD. Yeah. It's on Xbox game pass and uh, it's fucking cool. We should oh, play yeah? it. Yeah, you've got like vehicles. You can hop in like a mech suit or a uh, tank. Is it three D or helicopter side? side scrolling? Okay, it, it looks I, like traditional worms. You've just got you. There's like buildings that you can go inside of, and there's mechs and shit. Cool. Yeah, I've got Worms Four on my phone, but I miss having the controller. I don't have my ninja rope skills when I've got when I'm using a virtual controller. Yes, but yeah, back so, on topic. <laughs> so uh, yeah, they made Lemmings. Good for them. Yeah. Um, so after these 2D game, games came out, um, 2001, man, that's when our lives changed forever. We already, we already mentioned that, but, uh, GTA three, come on. Like what, what, what can you say about that game? It's, it's good. I like best. it. Yeah. It's great. I love it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah it, it does deserve an upgrade. Um, it is so incredibly near and very, ridiculously dear to my heart yeah so i guess i mean i story-wise in case you're for some reason not familiar i don't know how yeah, in that case would... you're a fucking dud yeah. or just a kid you know i mean 2001 that's forever ago now man that's true boy ouch like like you you can be you can be drinking alcohol legally right now and not have any memory of 2001 yeah oh yeah i probably not have any memory of like 2003 yeah. I don't have many Wolf. memories before I was like five. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, for, for the, anyone who is uninitiated, basically GTA three follows the exploits of a, uh, a criminal, um, named Claude, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Or and and I think that was a retroactive thing. Like, I don't think I, I was trying to remember, like when we actually played GTA three, did anyone I say feel like name? he didn't have a name? Yeah. He definitely doesn't talk. No, he's he's a silent dude. He like he at the beginning he's he's robbing a bank and his girlfriend. Uh, I think it's a bank. He's robbing something, and yep. his girlfriend double crosses him and shoots him, and then he goes to jail. 
Uh, but he ends up getting, you know, inadvertently broken out when somebody, when, when folks break somebody else out. And then he just starts, uh, you know, getting back into the game and seeking revenge against that dirty old bitch that double crossed him. Such a, such a classic tale for both films and this video game series. Like that is man revenge and working your way up through the ranks is, uh, is something that keeps happening. Oh yeah, <laughs> absolutely. There's nearly all of the GTA games are like a rags to riches story where you go from like some guy with nothing and you, you know, you kill and, and drug and crime. And drive a mob the... boss's wife or somebody somewhere. Yes. And you get until you're at the top of the heap. Yeah. And in this game, like I said earlier, like this is very much more like a, like a mafia movie. You know, you start off uh, working for the Leone crime family, you know, which is very, uh, very New York and like Italian mafia. But then they also have the uh, Colombian cartel and they have the triads in this game and uh, the, the Jamaican guys. Oh, yeah. I what forgot they about that. Uh, the, I don't remember what they're called. But yeah, there was the Jamaican dudes and I think that might have been it as far as gangs go. Oh, no, they had yeah. Yakuza. There was Yakuza in it as well. Oh, that is right. Yeah. Yeah, because they always had the, the, the nice car that I can't remember. I think it was the Stinger, wasn't it? It was like the, like the Viper The Stinger was one of them for sure. Yeah, the Yakuza Man. Stinger. It was like a little bit faster than all the other ones. Oh, yeah, and it had a specific paint job. Was it the blue and red one? Boy, I can't remember. It's been anymore. way too long. <laughs> I know. Yeah. That, that's a real shame that, that I didn't, you know, it's, it's been a number of years since I went and did a playthrough through the old ones. Like, and going back to this one was tough. Um, you know, just controls wise, you know, cause things get more sophisticated over time and graphically too. Yeah. There's just a lot of things you can't do. Like I, I like when I was going through things, I was thinking of like a list of like, this was the first game that did these things. Totally. Yep. I did that in my notes too. And man, there was just, there's so much stuff that slowly got added to this franchise. And so going back and playing three, it is, it is a bit archaic, but I got to say, I went back when we did our like PlayStation two era episode. And, uh, you know, I mentioned that I, bu I busted my PS two out and I played a bunch of GTA three then. And, uh, it was shocking how well I had still memorized the layout of that town. I knew exactly where I was <laughs> everywhere I went. Yeah. You know, and, and that's something with, uh, with those early games is that like they seemed so giant and sprawling back then, but like yeah. now it's, it's quaint, you know, yeah. especially compared to GTA five. That's it's stupid. How, how, uh, how enormous it is. I remember when it came out hearing that like you could fit, like, I think it was all of the GTA games, uh, like their entire maps onto the map for GTA five. Oh, that's and it was awesome. still bigger than that. It was fucking nuts. Yeah. And one thing that, that, uh, you know, speaking of maps that was annoying in these early games is that you had to unlock different areas, you know? So this one, this one had three different islands and you couldn't like there, there was like construction shit. Like you could not get a car over the bridge. And if you ran over, then you automatically got like four stars or something. Yeah. And you couldn't swim. Yeah, yeah, that was, Ouch. in fact, yeah, let's see. I think San Andreas was the first one you could swim in. Yeah, yeah, in my notes, I, I, I was putting like, you know, when I was talking about the, the open world thing, it was just like, I said, but in between, uh, in between the scenes, you get to go and do whatever you want in this world, except swim. <laughs> yep. GTA 3 came out in the PS2 era, and I think the thing that really 
made it revolutionary was the was the scope at that point. I mean, like you had a city, there was NPCs walking around, everything was fully voiced. I don't like you didn't have to read a text box if you didn't really want to anywhere in the game, unless you had you yeah. know, subtitles on you. But everything was voiced. All the NPCs walking around had all kinds of fucking ridiculous things. They said like, "My mother's my sister." <laughs> 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 and and the one that we always thought I, th- I think it came from the triads but like so what what was the guy actually saying like i got a whole lot of fish yeah i got a whole lot of fish yep yeah and we always heard it as i've got a hole in my feck yeah i got a hole in my feck like, <laughs> wait, what is, what, we didn't know what he was saying but yeah that, that was a that was a classic in the in the garage um and speaking of voices like it had like, like uh, you know i know Again, with Vice City, like being the first one where your main protagonist has a recognizable voice actor, like this one also, I didn't realize how many people were in it. This one had Frank Vincent, who's a uh, a staple of the uh, the Scorsese uh, pictures. Yeah, Um, it had Debbie Mazar, Kyle MacLachlan, and Robert Loja. Like, come on, that's I am I am impressed with that uh, with that cast. I want to go back and play this game so bad. I want to just have the soundtrack from the cars and, and like listen to it while I'm driving around. You know what? I bet there's a YouTube video that, that, is, that's done that. The other thing that I think made this game so great was the satire. And, and that's carried through all of the series. But I mean, it, it, hit, it hit pretty hard in GTA 3 because they are satirizing pretty much everything like american life (laughs) (laughs) mob movies i mean like the like the laszlo jones talk radio channel and all the the people that would call in and (laughs) and all the reactions and shit i mean yeah and laszlo was like is like a howard stern right i think so yeah he's a real dj like he's a real guy he has a real show oh no shit yeah he's some dude in new york with a with a radio show oh awesome and i guess he helped like write the you know his his script for the thing and uh, figure out who they were going to lampoon and whatnot oh that's pretty good but between like you know the stuff on the radio the fake commercials the you know the posters you'd see places the um you know the the store names yeah that are just you know uh ammunition and uh there were some really good ones what was the i can't remember the strip club's name but i remember it being funny but they were just, they were lampooning everything. I mean, every character in GTA 3 was like a over-the-top stereotype of some variety. Yeah. And yeah, that was and, by design. And, uh, offensive, uh, offensively stereotypical in these days, too. Which I think was the point. I think it was offensively stereotypical then as well. Yeah. They weren't necessarily trying to tell like a, a an amazing Oscar-worthy story. They were trying to tell, you know, a good you know, mob style story with loads of like callbacks to different movies and, and influences and pop culture references everywhere. But by and large, kind of making a, a not necessarily silly, but a, a tongue in cheek, you know, satirical crime world where it's almost it's almost hard to take it seriously. Like you're murdering people and doing all this stuff, but like the whole world is so over the top. Yeah, it's it's like a it's like a RoboCop world. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, so in Vice City, at least, the, uh, the strip club was called Pole Position. Yeah. And then apparently in GTA V, there's, uh, there, there's a strip club called the Vanilla Unicorn. That's an that's awesome a, name. That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I, I remember playing the shit out of this game and actually putting in the effort 
and the time to beat it. You know, there, there's oh yeah, there's a lot of games I have not beaten, but this one was totally worth it because then when when you're done, you just you you have tons of cash and you just get to cruise around and do whatever the fuck you want. Grudges are still held, like you can't drive through you know oh, yeah. the triads territory without them just straight up attacking you like after you've gone against them in the uh in the story yeah there's like a good third of the city where you are a marked man <laughs> yeah one other thing that i loved about that was tanks and oh, that's yeah. something that'll carry through but you know i mean well i guess we could also talk about cheat codes you know like all of a sudden you can just spawn all of the health and armor and weapons you want and i think was it with three or did it start with Vice City where they had like the three different categories of weapons? I think they had it in three. I can't remember. Um, it was I like it was like three different sets, you know, and there was always like a handgun and a machine gun. And yeah, the rocket launcher. Came later. He had a flamethrower. Um, yeah. But you could also spawn tanks. And yeah, the rhino. Just, yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. And just obliterate cars the moment you touch them. <laughs> I remember um, turning the uh, the gun turret behind me and shooting it over and over again because it makes you go faster until you're just like rocketing down the street. And then you can look in your rearview mirror as police are trying to chase you down in a tank. <laughs> That's a bad idea. Beyond story stuff, one of the things like we would get together, because there was no multiplayer in GTA 3, but we used to play it all the time in my parents' garage because I had like an old three-color projector. I don't know how the fuck I was going to move on from this without saying something about this. Thank and, you so much. And, and my parents, uh, when we were in our, I mean, fuck, we were in our twenties. They were, they were kind enough to have a completely empty garage with a, like a wall on one side. And they just let us set up and, uh, be dumb 20 somethings in there. Yeah. But a bunch of fucking stoners just <laughs> playing video games and jamming during the daytime. <laughs> my drum set was always in there. Yeah. I think our buddy Kyle like lived in that garage for like three months. On a like a wicker couch that we'd pulled off the side of the road. <laughs> That's right, that ugly green cushioned wicker oh, couch. Man. But I had, I had like an old three color projector that I had uh, come upon. Uh, it came from like it was like an old like uh, college classroom projector. So it was like fucking huge. I mean, this thing weighed like eighty pounds. It was like it was a monster. Like hang from the ceiling, and it was fucking hot. It would just blow hot air out of it because it had three really bright light bulbs in it. But <laughs> what this did afford us. Was the ability to have to play GTA on like a twelve foot wide, fucking projected screen in a dark yeah. garage, where like the dude was it was probably like four and a half five feet tall. Yeah, yeah, like you you could go stand next to him, and it was almost the same size. Yeah, he was damn near life size, and uh, holy fuck, we did that for so many hours. Oh yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, a lot. It was either that or playing NHL 2000 or watching Gauntlet Super Troopers. Legends. Gauntlet Legends. Oh, yep, or Gauntlet Legends. Oh, man. But on that <laughs> note, there was no multiplayer in GTA, and watching people play was, was fairly fun. But I remember one of our like pastimes you know, when we were playing it together was to basically do the police standoff and see who could last the longest. Yeah. You just walk out somewhere, you do the cheat codes, you know, you'd get all the, you know, get full body armor, all the weapons get up on top of a building where you thought things were good. And then you just start murdering people until they sent the army after you and <laughs> see who could last the longest. See, and that was so much fun. But we, we had a couple buddies that 
for whatever reason, they weren't into that. So they just, they wanted to just drive around and not kill people. And their turns would go on for so long. Ugh. And I remember getting so angry because it's like, man, I get it if that's, you know, not what they consider to be fun, but it's like, you better, you better do what you want to do in the same amount of time that everybody else is doing it. Cause we got killing to do and we're yeah. sitting here watching you just drive around and fucking pick your ass and smell the roses. You know, that's, that's not what you're here for. But do that on your own time, buddy. At yeah. least watching me, you know, murder the entire Liberty City Police Department is somewhat entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was so great. Like, just having a video game screen that was the entire height of the wall. Like, it was yeah. from floor to ceiling video game screen. And even shit like fucking Mario. Or I remember Kyle playing through Punch-Out. You know, yeah. That, that was a blast because it was humongous. Yep, just sit in there, smoke some weed, fucking play some video games, and uh, that was literally it. That was, that was that's all we wanted yeah. to do. <laughs> yeah, we, we 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 wasted a good year in that garage, maybe oh, two. I don't think it was wasted at all. <laughs> well, productivity wise, it was, but I I don't regret it. If I could, without great consequence to my life, take a, another year to do that, I I think I might. Yeah. Or, you know, just, just having the option, like we, we should get a, uh, a projector into your garage. It wouldn't be quite as big, but it would be, uh, it'd be fun. I, I still, I have a projector. I have like that 720p projector. I just need some space to set it up. Oh shit. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you got that TV on the wall out there. Otherwise that would be the spot. Yeah. And the depth's not much more to get any bigger than that TV. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, I, I guess the only other thing that I, that I, had that I learned about GTA three, uh, that I didn't know is I remember being frustrated when we were, when we were playing it because you couldn't shoot the planes down. Like you'd go to oh, the airport, yeah. like you'd shoot the planes and you'd see the missile hit them and it wouldn't crash. And I remember really like, man, what a fucking bummer that is. The reason for that yeah. is that the game came out like a couple months after nine 11 happened. Yeah. They had to push it back because of nine 11. Yeah. And they were like, we should probably take this ability to shoot down airplanes from the New York airport out of this. Yeah. And they redesigned some of the, like the, uh, the cop cars and the fire trucks and stuff to look less exactly like New York police cars and shit. And back then it was just cars. Like I remember there was like a way you could cheat yourself onto like, I don't, I don't I, it wasn't like an aircraft care, but it was, it was, it was some like Island city piece or something. Wow. I can't remember anymore, but it had like, a runway and there was a little plane that you could get in but it wouldn't fly the like, fucking like, dodo yes and and it would just sort of like you you'd take off but then it would like wobble and crash like yeah. immediately it had like clipped wings like it yeah. had like really short wings i don't know why they put that in there just to tease us i guess <laughs> yeah i mean i wonder if that was another casualty of 911 if they're like well if somebody gets into a into a plane and they're gonna fly into a, it building, into a building we're being a little irresponsible yeah maybe but then one year later man we got what is possibly my favorite in the entire franchise we got vice city oh vice city is it's a beautiful game like the they did such a good job with that 80s aesthetic and the the 80s miami look like i mean it looks like the set of miami vice yeah it's fucking wonderful yeah like miami vice and scarface visual influences in that are unavoidable if you know those two things like the mansion that uh that oh yeah uh that the asshole voiced by luis guzman lives in is directly from scarface you know that's tony montana's uh 
uh, mansion in the end, like the way it's decorated and everything. So it's like the end of the game. Yeah. <laughs> like, like the finale of that game is almost straight out of Scarface. Yeah. Except it, except it ends a lot better for, uh, yes. for the main character. <laughs> um, yeah, man. So like we mentioned earlier, you got Tommy Versetti, uh, voiced by Ray Liotta. And this one is once again, a, uh, a rags to riches. You know, he's, a. I think he was also, yeah, he was an ex-convict uh, from Liberty City, uh, but then he was sent off to Vice City, and he uh, takes on Cubans and Haitians and drug cartels, and you know, there's porno movie studios and glam rock in uh, in Love Fist. Yeah, I fucking love Love Fist. It's a very very Spinal Tap uh, type venture there. Um, and like we mentioned before, like the radio just became a character all its own, you know, like they, they spent money getting, getting tons of eighties music licensed in there and they made original songs like, you know, by love fist and others and just the radio programs they had and the commercials, like it, they leveled up. The soundtrack of this game is set the standard moving forward. Yeah. You know, I mean, it had just a load of great music in it mm-hmm. and uh, that was now expected for any game moving forward <laughs> yeah and they they even included um a couple of songs from scarface you know that that uh that take it to the limit or push it to the limit yeah which i thought originally because i i guess i hadn't seen scarface or hadn't paid enough attention to the music in it but i thought that was a song that was made up for the game and then the next time i saw scarface i was like oh shit it's that song and then the uh, the uh, there's a Blondie tune in there, I believe. But I I don't know what what they're actually saying. It's like Rush Rush to the Yayo or something like that. That's what I oh, feel yeah, like I'm yeah, hearing, yeah. but um, I don't actually know. But yeah, no, there's it had like Michael Jackson was on it. Like I mean, it had all kinds of good shit in it. Yeah, it was fucking nuts. The plot of this one basically is it's Tommy Versetti coming up and he's got his uh, right hand man Lance Vance. Fucking Lance Vance. Who, who was actually, yeah, I guess he was voiced by the guy that played Tubbs on Miami Vice. It was the same dude. Oh, no shit. Yeah. I didn't recognize his name. Oh, I feel like an asshole I, now. I mean, I still don't know his name, but. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like I was I was going through the cast and like grabbing names that I recognized. So, you know, so like in this one, we have Tom Sizemore. We've got uh, William Fickner, Robert Davi, uh, Burt Reynolds, and, uh, you know, the aforementioned Luis Guzman. Um, and I think wasn't the the porn director Dennis Hopper? Yes. Yeah, oh. and then Jenna Jameson played the porn star. Speaking of like, or I guess going back to like things that we used to quote all the time outside of a hole in my face, mm-hmm. it popped up in my brain like three or four months ago. They go, "All right, uh huh, oh yeah." Yep. Oh, I mean the specific <laughs> one. I've it's never left my head. I still do it when I get excited. But yeah, there there's like a cutscene and there's a porno going on in the in the background. There's this guy who's just like, "Oh yeah, oh yeah." Oh yeah. Okay. All right. Uh-huh. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Just the, oh yeah. Okay. All right. I, I love that so much. Yeah. We used to say that shit constantly. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, speaking of the movie studio, cause I think it's once you buy the movie studio, cause you can buy properties and do missions for them and get money from them. That is when you get the seaplane. Yeah. This one introduced planes and fucking motorcycles and boats and boats yeah like this one leveled up still can't swim 
No. But you can go in the water, assisted. It had helicopters, too, I think, didn't it? Did it? Okay, I wasn't sure. It had sure. at least a helicopter. All right. Yeah, I, I couldn't remember, so I wasn't going to say. I remember that there's a mission early on where, you, where you're controlling a toy helicopter and you have to drop dynamite, dynamite into these buckets to destroy a, uh, a building that's being built. Yeah. For Burt Reynolds. It was cool being able to like buy all the different properties. You could buy the, the Mr. Whoopi ice cream van with the uh, ice cream <laughs> boobs on top and, and sell drugs out of it. You could buy the strip club. Yeah, yeah, and then you could go by every like couple days and collect. There's like a little dollar sign thing out front. You could collect your uh, your That's earnings. Right. And in this one, you could you could uh, change your clothes as well. Yeah, get different uh, different costumes. Yeah, but there was something about this game, and I don't know if it was just because I had fallen in love with Grand Theft Auto Three so much, and then to have this one like just take everything that you loved from Three and expand on it, make it bigger, make it better. You got those fucking motorcycles, man. When I saw you could ride a motorcycle in this game, like I just about shit my pants with glee and it didn't let me down. Oh no, they were great. I'm like weaving through traffic or even just driving them as fast as you can and hitting a car. So you like ragdoll fly off the front yeah. of it. It was so fun. And there were, there are those like uh, those secret ramps and shit that you can jump and get like a stunt bonus. And you know, whether it's with a sports car or with the motorcycle, like it was so much fun. And, you know, with that, you, you also have biker gangs on, on the Harleys, you know, that, that you can piss off. I don't know, man. Just that game did something real special in, in, in my life. Like, I, I can't argue with how giant and well-crafted GTA V is. But, I mean, Vice City may still be my favorite. I don't know. Yeah. But, like, if I'm going to go back and play the old ones, it's always Vice City. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a jam. It's a good I mean... One of my favorite things to this day to do still is ride around on a motorcycle shooting people. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Yeah. Yeah. Cause you can just straight up shoot forward. Like in the games, you can do a drive by where you do like a side view and, and shoot, but like, man, the ability to just like use your motorcycle like sights on a gun. And it's like, okay, yeah. whatever is forward is what I am shooting. Love that game. And like we said, with that final showdown where you're just taking on like an army in in your uh in your place yeah you're just murdering the shit out of everybody and fucking lance vance yeah turns on betraying you you. yeah fucking dirtbag one of my favorite missions in in that game probably comes at like i don't know halfway or two-thirds like when you when you're the one storming the mansion going after diaz you know like when when you're taking power like there's something so raw and like they have his uh his dialogue in it like when you hit certain points in the mansion like he's just fucking screaming like Diaz you piece of shit yeah. like like he, man it's it's fun and like you feel so so powerful you know that you're like working through these these fucking henchmen and like Diaz is just like trying his hardest to to you know escape essentially but you're like no fuck no like I am coming to get you and I'm taking all of this when I'm done like it Feels pretty good. Yeah. Well, and Ray Liotta did not phone this in. Oh, no. He did a great fucking job. Yeah. Um, So next up, 2004. Oh, go ahead. Well, yeah. So the next big one, it was there. But did you ever play any? They they came out with two of them for uh, Liberty City Stories and Vice City Stories for the PSP. But I never had a PSP, so I never got to play them. But supposedly they were pretty good. Yeah, I think. Entries in the series. For some reason, I feel like it might have been Zach that had a PSP, 
and or no, maybe it was Preston. I don't know. Maybe they both did. But I, I got to play Liberty City Stories very briefly. And the one thing that I thought was really cool was that there were jet skis in that. Yeah. So, but other than that, like, I don't, I don't remember any missions or anything, but it was, it was cool being, you know, back there. I, did they ever release a console like compilation of those? I, I feel think like they, they did. might have. I think they did. I haven't played them. I haven't p- never picked it up though. Oh yeah. You know, I think they did release one, but it was for the generation of consoles that, so it may, maybe it was PS2, but I had already moved on to the next generation. And I didn't have a PS2 anymore, or maybe it was that I didn't have a PlayStation and, and that's all it was released on because it, maybe it was some sort of PlayStation exclusive, you know, being on PSP. But I, I would like to have gotten those, but I definitely never played Liberty city stories. Yeah. Cause I guess they also had like a grand theft auto advance for the game boy advance, which I, I saw and I was like, I don't think I'd want to play that because it was it was more like the old top down one. Yeah, I feel like I like I saw that. I bet the controls are better. I would hope so. Yeah. Well, they like they came out with that Chinatown Wars one. I almost bought that for my phone, but I didn't have didn't have time to play it. But it it is also top down. But it came out in like two thousand nine for the DS. For some reason, I feel like feel like I had that on my phone. No, I don't know that because that does sound familiar, but. No, I probably wouldn't have bought it. Bought it. I, I don't think I could go back to top down. Yeah, and it had like a bunch of like kind of cheesy looking mini games. Like to hotwire a car, you'd have to undo some screws with the stylus because it's a it's a DS game. Eat shit. That's not why I'm playing GTA. No, like I saw a video of like trying to fill up bottles with gasoline to make Molotov cocktails. <laughs> it's like no, I don't need mini games like that. Yep, in, not interested. In my GTA game. But yeah, so the next uh, meaningful entry in the main series was GTA San Andreas coming, you know, kind of completing the the original trio of of locations. Yeah, yeah. They came over to do their their parody of California, and I remember this game it blowing my mind for how big it was because it was it was I mean this was probably the large I think it was the largest map in any game at that point in time like in like a single space. Yeah, as far as I believe open world it. Games go, and it was massive it had parodies of los angeles and like you know there was it was the first game that had like mount like mountainous and forest like rural areas with like a bunch of hillbillies and like you know hippies and shit yeah and just wilderness to drive through it had a big desert it had a las vegas analog it had a san francisco analog mm-hmm. it was just fucking awesome this one like it wasn't as as uh thematic as vice city like vice city had like a cohesive feel to it and this one is a bit more sprawling yeah Man, I played the shit out of this game. Yeah, I. you know what's weird is I feel like I haven't gone back to this game at all. But, you know, just listening to you talk about it, I was like, oh, wow, I really did love this game a whole lot. Yeah, no, this game was rad. And it, I mean, it was the first one where you could swim. You had bicycles. It had a jetpack. Oh, man, that jetpack. Yeah. It was boring, but it was still fucking but cool because it was a jetpack. Jet uh, it had like they they took some of the mechanics from Manhunt, and uh, it had like stealth kills, like you could sneak around in shadows and sneak up behind people and fucking like strangle them and shit. Yeah, man, this this was the first one where they introduced other like RPG style mechanics were of like customization. You could get haircuts, yeah, tattoos. And you could, yeah, you could get fat or buff. Yeah, like, you could eat a ton of you could eat so much food you barf. And then you could just like not ever run anywhere and eat tons of food all the time and your character gets fat. 
I remember making my character so fucking fat. Yeah. Like, like maxing when he, out his When fat. he runs, like he does that, like, I mean, sorry, not shaming it or anything, but like that, that sort of like bounding waddle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gets uh, tired faster. It was great. It had the, had a parachute. You go up on top of the, the tallest building in LA there and jump off. Oh, that's right. That. Oh man. And that, that, you know, I don't know if it was that or uh, the Spider-Man 2 game that started my love of going to the top of a tall building and just jumping to my death. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember I was, that was like our pastime was to go up to the top and, you know, you, you can grab the parachute if you want, but you don't need to use it. You just jump yeah. until. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I, I remember that like when we were ready to to end our turn. It's like, well, what do, how are you going to end your turn? Because it's usually when you're busted or wasted. So it's like, OK, I'll just go jump to my death real quick and then I'll pass the controller. Yep. Yeah, and this one took place in 1992, and it carried a lot of the uh, the events of the time back then with like you know the L.A. riots and the uh, the the crack uh, and the police violence. You know, it, it um, but it yeah. also had um, mafia uh, as well, including the uh, the return of some GTA three characters, um, including Claude himself for a mission. Yeah. But I think it was Catalina was there and uh, Frank Vincent's character. I can't remember, uh, but from the Leone crime family. Um, this one had voice talents like uh, Young Melee played CJ, the, your main character. Uh, you had Faison Love. You had William Fickner coming back as the, uh, the lawyer. You had Peter Fonda, David Cross, Samuel L. Jackson, Chris Penn. I forgot and Samuel Ice L. Jackson T. was in this. Me too. Until I was reading that. I was yeah. like, wait, oh shit. Yeah, I think he's uh, one of the cops. Um, this was also the first time that you could take out a fighter jet. Yes. I remember doing that like out by uh, out in Las Vegas, which do you remember the name of the city? That's Las Vegas. I can't remember it anymore. And I didn't look it up. No, I don't. I know San Francisco was San Fierro, I think. Oh, that's right. I thought it was just San Andreas, but yeah, that, no, that's like the, the name of the, the whole state. like county area. Yeah. And then the that's yeah, right. San Los Fierro. Santos and, uh, don't remember what Las Vegas was. Ha <laughs> ha. Well, so much for our, uh, for our reputation. But yeah, in the development of this, cause it was done by rockstar North, um, in like Edinburgh, Scotland. And they brought in, uh, Mark Jordan, the, uh, you know, uh, he's like a, he's a, he's a rapper and a, and a music producer. He, he also went by DJ Pooh, which is a terrible DJ name. <laughs> I support it. But uh, they brought him in as like a cultural consultant because they were a bunch of like white Scottish guys writing a story about, you know, the American hood in the 90s. Oh, yeah. And so they, they brought they brought him in for some authenticity. And, I, and I, I think it worked fairly well. I don't think they didn't get they didn't get any crap for like, oh, you didn't you know, you didn't play this right. But they did get crap for the whole hot coffee oh, fucking yeah. scandal. This was like this was the first game where, you know, the controversy kind of caught up with gta you know murdering cops you know sex trafficking you know all that stuff you know people complained about it and it you know it just kind of went away but if you have an interactive mini game where you can fuck hillary clinton's gonna be pissed yeah and apparently it was something that was built into the game but then they but then they they scrapped it but it was still there in the code so when somebody got it for uh for pc yeah. They were able to crack it and mod it so you could so you could play the game still. Yeah, and you get to you get to pick a girlfriend that you actually get to bang. 
Yeah, well, because the game had, like, the dating mechanic. Like, that was yeah. in it where, you know, you take the girls out to a date, and then you bring them back, and, like, it would just be a shot of the outside of the house with some moaning. Yeah. Like, so you know they're boning. But, yeah, the the part they took out was it was an actual mini game with naked people where you controlled CJ doing some boning. Oh, were they naked? Because I, oh, well, I guess, yeah, the website I was looking at, it probably wouldn't have shown naked people. But, yeah, I, I saw, I saw like, a screenshot of, of fully clothed in the position characters yeah i I remember seeing a video because i never had the pc version so i never actually got to like use the mod we never got the full experience yeah but i remember i remember watching a video of it somewhere like on e-bombs world or something maybe (laughs) (laughs) e-bombs world wow (laughs) but uh you know back when it was a big fucking scandal and they ended up i mean they actually went out and they patched it so like that, you know, they patched it out of the game, and any future releases, they took it out of it, so that you know you couldn't get to it. Uh, and a yeah. bunch of people sued the shit out of them, but Rockstar won all the suits. They're like, hey, they didn't put this in the game. It wasn't supposed yeah. to be there. Someone broke, you know, cracked into the source code and fucking dug it out. They can't be held responsible for that. They did yeah, what they were yeah. supposed to do. Yeah, they didn't. Yeah, yeah. The company did not distribute that to the masses. Yeah. Um. And, you know, the, that reminded me of, of something going even back to GTA 3 when you were talking about the, the noises. One thing I've always loved is that when you pick up a prostitute and you go somewhere quiet and seclusive, it, like, sits there quietly, but then all of a sudden your car just, like, bounces and you hear, like, the little creep. Yeah. And then it slowly gets faster. Yeah. I remember the first time I saw that happen, like, it, it made me fucking bust up. And then she just gets out. And then you back over her and you take your money back. Exactly. (laughs) I mean, that was actually a, a a big, you know, a hot button topic, you know, that it it was like, not only is there sex work there, but it's like, you know, the people who were talking about like, Oh, you're glorifying killing police and killing people. It's like, you're glorifying, like, you know, first employing a prostitute and then killing her and taking money. Like, you know, I mean that, that is kind of, kind of dangerous to somebody who's who's already you know predisposed to something like that just being like oh that is a good idea you know like no (laughs) nobody's gonna miss her (laughs) free sex yeah um i mean i think most people have a pretty good grasp on fantasy and reality i think around the time of san andreas though there was a guy like a 19 year old kid in texas who um he didn't have any criminal record but he went like uh i think it started with some sort of armed robbery and then they arrested him and he like he escaped their captivity and like stole a police car and like shot up a few more people. And, and like when they were arresting him, he was just like, life's a video game. Nothing matters. And I guess like they dug into it and like he played a lot of Grand Theft Auto. And so like they oh, tried boy. to like super pin it on, uh, you know, like the like the the prosecution was like, hey, or no, it was the defense. Sorry, it was like, hey, he played GTA. It made him do this. It's not his fault. And the judge was like, that's a bunch of bullshit and threw it right the fuck out of court. Good. <laughs> yeah, I told him, no, you cannot bring that in as a defense. And uh, Playing like, too many video games is not insanity. Yeah, there were some civil suits against Rockstar about it too, but they they won those as well. It's just this guy was was a nut. Yeah, he was clearly unhinged. Yeah, you know, um, but GTA San Andreas was the first one out of you know this new generation that i did not beat i've still never beaten that to this day yeah like i've i remember i got to vegas one one playthrough and never finished it 
And then I remember the the next or the only other time that I went to play through because so I was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna beat it." I'd I'd gone back through Vice City, loved it. So, um, but I stopped playing on that mission in San Fierro where you have to uh, have like the the RC plane, or oh, you, like you have fuck. a bunch of them. Yeah. And you have to go bomb things. Like that one it's is so, so fucking tough for me. So I I gave up that second time through i was like fuck it nope i don't need to beat this game that, that bad oh I'm that's a bummer. too angry the end of that game is fucking awesome oh yeah it takes place during the la riots oh shit that's interesting because when i was reading about you know how the la riots were were a part of it i couldn't remember oh but. yeah yeah no yeah it's because it's the very end of the game like the last last mission you're going out and taking out some i think you're taking out some cops like the the crooked cops and the fucking sam jackson yeah and uh and the what's the other the rival gang called there? Uh, the something, whatever. I don't remember. But anyway, you're 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 consolidating. But you know you're doing the end of the game GTA thing where you kill a whole fuck ton of people. And win. <laughs> but it's happening during the LA riots. So there's like people running around. Everyone's fighting in the street, and they're fucking people are just shooting each other and fucking throwing Molotov cocktails, and it's just fucking chaos throughout the whole city. Damn. It's fucking awesome. Oh, man, uh, I'm going to have to do some post-show research. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking cool. That one's worth going through. And that one had a had a, a good story, too. Like, it was, I mean, much like Vice City, you know, in the, before it, like, it just has, it has a good narrative story all the way through. You know, this kid comes back for his mom's funeral and kind of gets dragged back into the life and then, you know, gets in over his head and gets shipped off up north, has to, like, you know, work his way up to the top and then comes back and kind of, like, saves Grove Street, his old... Oh uh, yeah, Grove Street, and it's uh, it, it was it was cool. I like that one. And his his buddy Big Smoke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to jump ahead to two thousand eight, or do you want to take a break? Oh fuck! It's already been an hour. Yeah. Yeah, we should we should take a break and then we'll finish this thing off. Oh boy. In a world of utter randomness, one podcast stood out from the bunch. And it was the amazing world of talking shiz. <coughs> Sorry, I had to clear my throat there. Um, yeah, it's just mainly randomness. And focus is it's definitely not being not focused there. on at all. No. Uh, our podcast is definitely um, no theme at all. It's literally random and talk about literally everything and throwing in random jokes at any given time. Yeah. We're on Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. It's- so go ahead, tune in. New episodes weekly. And we're international. International. Very, yes. very well. So tune in. Follow yeah. us on Twitter. See you there. All right. Welcome back, Ben. Hey, John. Um, so next up on the list is uh, one that this may seem absurd, but uh, when I was going through, you know, just doing some general research on the games, you know, I had my notes that I was that I was taking. I actually, after San Andreas, I was ready to move on to GTA Five, and I was like, "Oh yeah, oh there, there was a four. There's a whole other com- number in here." Yeah, I had forgotten about Grand Theft Auto Four. Um, that is crazy because Grand Theft Auto Four might be my favorite entry in the series. Wild. Because it's uh, like I mean, this was the this was when they went into the HD era. You know, it's mm-hmm. when they they started using the Rage engine. The graphics got uh, considerably better than they yeah. were in previous entries. 
Uh, it still suffered from, you know, the 2008-ish era uh, shiny face syndrome where everyone's skin was super reflective. And <laughs> <laughs> I never even thought of that, but you're right. Yeah. But otherwise, the character motions and, I, like, I remember, like, fist fighting in this game was so much better. Like, when you were fighting, you had two separate punch buttons and a kick button, and you could dodge. Yeah. And and so, like, you know, just walking up to random people on the street and picking a fight was so much more satisfying. <laughs> you could climb up on ledges for the first time. I'm pretty sure that was yep. the first time you could. Eh, you uh, might have been no, able to I do think, that in San Andreas. I think San Andreas, yeah. But, yeah, but San I remember, Andreas was first climbing. Like, there was parts of missions where you had to, like, shimmy across, like, Prince of Persia style, <laughs> ha hanging from stuff. And you could go inside of more buildings than you ever could before, which I really liked. Yeah, that's true. And, yeah, you, you'd actually go in and, like, go up to your room and yeah. physically lay down in bed and, yeah. and, you know, save your game. I enjoyed the story, too. You know, the immigrant guy comes to America, you know, finds out his cousins mixed up in some shit gets himself in some shit and you know gets mixed up with the russian mob and you know has to fix that through violence yeah and this one you're playing an eastern european uh named nico bellic and that was definitely a departure because you weren't just like some mob hard ass and in this one you know he actually he actually did have like a soft side like he didn't want to be mixed up in any of this at all yeah, um, yeah, yeah. He just came here to kind of. I mean, like it sounded like, like he was a soldier back in, um, back in a war back home in his country that they don't ever really tell you what it is. Yeah, they they don't like specifics. It seems like he got in, you know, in trouble with some folks over there and had to leave. He's definitely not averse to violence. Like he's done some shit. Yeah, he's like more soft spoken. He's not like an angry. Tommy Versetti kind of guy where he's, you know, just going to burn the world down. Yeah. Yeah. If you look at him wrong, he's going to fucking want to fight you. You know, like he's not that guy. No, he's got a soft side. Like you, you know, it's got that weird friend system where like you take people bowling and like to the. Yeah. You can play darts. <laughs> yeah. Which... This is also the, where the first one where you can get drunk. Yeah. And drive. And, yeah. I know some people <laughs> were, were pissed that they were. Again, glorifying the fact that you could drive drunk. Well, you know, it's an open world game. You know what you can do in real life? You can drive drunk. And uh, I love driving drunk in this game. It was so fun to get just completely shit canned and try and drive around. <laughs> and uh, d kids who are listening, first off, your parents shouldn't be letting you listen to this. Uh, second off, don't drive drunk. No, yeah. Yeah, don't do that in real life. I mean, don't do Actually, yeah, adults things. don't drive drunk also. But we figured you'd know better. Don't do any of the things that you can do in GTA, except maybe yeah. go bowling and play darts. Yeah. Take a girl out on a date. Yeah. Um, this started getting annoying with like the whole cell phone, uh, yeah. like, like friend system and people are always calling you and texting you and stuff. But I guess it was better for, for starting up some missions. Um, but yeah, in this one, you go back to Liberty city from grand theft auto three. And, you know, even though this isn't a big one, uh, it, for me in the franchise, like, this game was gorgeous. Oh, yeah. They, like it, they, they definitely gussied Liberty City up. Yeah. It, it looked great. And let's see, was it? Yeah, it was this one where you could go out to, like, the Statue of Liberty. Yeah, and it was modeled you after could get Hillary in, Clinton. Oh, really? It's Hillary Clinton's face, except she's holding, like, a coffee cup. Oh, I didn't know that. I, I want to go look at that. But <laughs> I remember you could go inside, and it had this creepy fucking, like, 
heart in there, like all chained up. Yeah. That was so strange to me when we finally got in there and there, there's like a, I, I can't remember if it was actually pulsing or not, but I feel like it was, it had like the sound of a beating heart. Yeah. And you're like, and what you couldn't, the you fuck couldn't blow it up. Yeah. This? It was so strange. And this Liberty city is, is much more of an analog to New York. Like there's a Times square. There's that weird, what Washington square arch monument thing that's there. Mm-hmm. It's got Central Park, you know. It's it's got it's got the boroughs. It's got the boroughs. Yeah, it is. It is very much more New Yorky than the uh, only one Bill I can Liberty remember is. is that Queens was called Dukes. Yeah, we had. Do they still have Staunton Island? I know Staunton Island was one in the original one. I don't know if that. Oh, I yeah, imagine they I kept that around that. for that one. Possibly. I know. I I think that they they with the new engine they could just do some more stuff. I liked all the little immersive things they did in this game, like. People would throw garbage out of their car and like you could pick you could pick the garbage back up and throw it at them or like oh, you could really? pick like yeah you could pick like bricks up off the street and like throw them through people's windows. Wow, I don't remember that at all. And like people had like if you shot them in the stomach they'd grab their stomach or if you shot them in the leg they'd like fall over and clutch their leg and you could shoot guns out of people's hands and shit. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, this one I feel like you know, we were excited when it came out and I remember I mean it was probably you who had it. And I remember playing it, but for whatever reason, I just never, I never got as attached to it. And I didn't own it until much later on. I bought it and I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I think it was after GTA five came out. I was, I, I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to go back to, to uh, GTA four. And I remember it controlling like really differently. Like, like there was a weird, like sluggish feeling to like, to the, the car driving mechanics. And for some reason, like I could never memorize that map the way I memorized other maps. It was, it was really strange. Like I just, I never knew where I was on the, on the main Island. Huh? And, um, you know, I, I tried to go through and beat it, but I did not beat that one either. Yeah. The movement is a bit different in this one. Like when you start running, like it takes them a minute to get up to, or not a minute, but it takes them a couple seconds to get up to speed. He like accelerates, which is more realistic. Mm-hmm. But it's different. And and the cars, I think this was the first one where they've got like active suspension where like it, when you drive over a curb, like the tire goes up, Oh, you know, and like when you turn corners, like it'll, the, the car will kind of like porpoise around. Interesting. Yeah. And I remember like, it was, it was just a little shit. Like once you like knock somebody out, like if you, if you made Nico go like stand near him, his foot like wouldn't go through their body. He'd like put his foot like up on top of their body. <laughs> yeah. Like actual collision detecting physics. Yeah. yeah. And it was just like, it, and like, this was the first one where you, I think it was the first one. If you didn't take the time to put on your seatbelt after you got in a car, you wouldn't be wearing your seatbelt. And if you hit a wall, you'd go flying out the windshield. <laughs> I do remember that. Yeah. You ragged all right through that. That was awesome. And the cars like broke appropriately, like the they'd come apart, like they had little pieces and stuff that would fall apart. Yeah, on. and I I feel like in this game cars started dying quicker than they would in old ones. Yeah, they you know, might have like, because they 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 were more. It wasn't just like they did you know had like a damage threshold that would make them catch on fire. Yeah, like you could you could lose a wheel or you could you know crush the entire side of the car in. Now it doesn't drive right. Yeah, maybe I'll maybe I'll go back and try to play this one again. Hmm. It's it, it it's one of my more fun ones to play because it just it it feels right. Yeah, and I mean a lot of that stuff carried through to GTA Five. Yeah, in 2013. Okay, this is this is the big boy. Yeah, this is the second 
best-selling video game in history. Really? What's number one? Minecraft. Mario? Oh. Oh. Wow. Wild. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. It, ma- it makes sense because, I mean, Minecraft's been around since 2011, and people are still buying it, just like GTA five has been around since 2013, and people are still buying <laughs> no it. No shit. Yeah, people stopped buying the first Mario after, you know, 1989. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you can get people to buy your game for 10 years, you're doing well. And I like, I know I've personally probably bought, like, at least in our household, like five copies of Minecraft. <laughs> you dickhead. <laughs> oh, fuck, probably more than that, because me and my kids all had it on our phone, and then my, my daughter got an iPhone, so she got another copy of it on her iPhone. My wife had it on her phone, so that's five just on phones. Plus, I had it probably for, a couple consoles. Had it for PS3 and Xbox 360 and uh, Xbox One, but I didn't buy that one because it's on Game Pass. <laughs> wow! So that's like nine copies. So like, uh, <laughs> holy shit! How, yeah how how much is it for each one? Like like if you're getting it on mobile, how much is it? Is it like ten bucks or yeah. is it like full price? No, I think I know. I think it's like it might even be eight bucks. So oh, okay. It's, it's, it's so it's reasonable. But yeah, Grand Theft Auto has sold at least uh, you know the mo- the most recent stats I can find uh, 145 million copies. It's a lot of copies. It's a fuck ton of copies. That's a lot of money. And then not to mention all the microtransactions they can do online. You know, pay us real money to get fake money. Yeah, buy this shark card. Yeah. And that is why we don't have Grand Theft Auto 6. Is because they figured out how to just keep milking money. Out of the property that's already there. Yeah, yeah. Well, and in this one, we go back to uh, Los Santos or the whole San Andreas area. But this time, they've expanded it. So it is California. And I fucking love it. So it's expanded because it's bigger, but it's also less. Because, like, you don't have the San Francisco. in like There's no San Fierro. There's no Las Vegas. But it is, like a much larger area but it's it's pretty much it's you know it's all around los santos yeah yeah there's a giant los angeles area that that has all of the same you know like neighborhoods and areas that that la actually does have and you know it's got like the hollywood hills and it's got beverly hills and you know Man's los Chinese angeles proper there yeah and- you know like all all of the landmarks and hallmarks of california are there and you know once you start getting you know, more north on the map, you you get to like the Central Valley, like the fucking armpits, like fucking sorry, everybody, Fresno and Bakersfield and shit. Yeah. Out into the desert areas. Yeah. And then you you get up into the mountains and it's just like, you know, the Sierras up here or, or you know, Northern California. And, you know, I was uh, th- this happens to me fairly often when I'm somewhere where I don't go very often, like um, like a week ago, I went up to Reno and as we were going through the mountains there, I was just like, fuck, like, there it is. That's, that's, that's the GTA five mountains right there. Yeah, and it, <laughs> it just, it feels, it feels right. Like they did their research with this, you know, they, they, they took inspiration from the real California, you know, in, in everything they did. Well, yeah, I think they sent a team there and they took something like a quarter of a million photos for reference. Awesome. It shows. Yeah. But I mean. There's so much to do in this game. Like you, they've got an air force base that you can break into and steal a fighter jet. Um, They, you know, you can take a gondola to the top of the mountain and ride a mountain bike down if you want, or you can, 
you know, ride your bike off of the, uh, the gondola platform and (laughs) (laughs) just, you know, again, I love throwing myself off mountains and buildings. I mean, this is the first one that had the character swapping. So you pl- you've got three distinct characters when you play through the campaign and you can swap between them at any time. Yeah. Which I thought was a really cool mechanic. And 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 I love how they did the swapping where it kind of like zooms out of the map and then like zooms back in on, on the new character. And they're yeah. always like doing something. So it's, it's not like they were just waiting around for you to take control of them. Yeah. The uh, like the the mob guy will be like sitting by the pool and then like get up and get ready for his day. My favorite was always Trevor because, like, half the time he's like stumbling around drunk in his underpants in the desert, or he's like fu- <laughs> in the middle of beating someone up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's just doing something fucking ridiculous every time. Yeah, with with two of the three characters, like you, you had you know kind of a Tommy Versetti mob boss guy, and you had you know a um, L.A. you know gang. Yeah, the C.J. analog. Yeah, I can't remember his name anymore. Franklin. Oh yeah. And but Trevor was definitely not a uh, a Claude or a Nico Bellic, you know. Like he was, he was a new kind of piece of shit. So I guess what the 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 plan for it was when they decided they wanted to do is they modeled each of them off of the different ways that people play GTA. So you had like you know Franklin was like the newbie. He's like the mm-hmm. you know the guy coming in working up the ranks, the standard GTA story. And then you had um, what's his name, the other guy. Franklin, Trevor, and something with an M. Michael. Oh, what a boring name. So <laughs> Michael's like the, uh, you know, the hardened veteran, you know, the seasoned criminal who's done, done this a bunch of times, you know, just gets in, gets out, you know, professional. Yeah. And Trevor was the fucking sociopath. <laughs> the guy that just runs <laughs> oh, people over such for fun cool and kills people. Unsurprisingly, Trevor was my favorite. That's that's such a cool insight. Like I, I'm looking forward to playing the game again with that knowledge. I went to go play it earlier today, stuck the disc in. Oh, you need an update. And they're like, okay, fine update. Oh, it's going to be 36 gigs and take like five hours. Yep. Well, I'm not doing my research today. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I I played a little bit of GTA five today. Uh, I played, played it online. So this was the first one that had, uh, you know, GTA Online is where they're making their money now. Yeah, I mean, and in GTA 4, they did have an online mechanic, you know, where you yeah, could, you could join up, up like but a it lobby wasn't the and, same. Yeah, it wasn't like massively multiplayer. Like, you'd have to invite people over, and you could... There wasn't really much to do. you just kind of fiddle-fuck around in GTA World, which was fun. Like, that yeah, was cool. Yeah, still cool. Yeah, GTA Online came out about a year afterwards, and I remember when it first came out, I was kind of bummed, because it was the same thing. It was like, there wasn't really much to do. Like you could run around and do stuff. There was occasionally like a race, you know, there wasn't like random events happening. They said there was going to be heists eventually, but it took them like a year and a half to get the yeah, heists it out. It took a long time for heists to happen. And by the time they happened, like I still haven't done one because by the time they happened, I was, I had moved on to play something else. Yeah. You know, I'd played, you know, I did the heists in the campaign <laughs> and they were fun, yeah. but um, I still haven't done any multiplayer ones. I just recently let my son play GTA. Like he, he was like, "Hey, I'm 10. Can I play GTA now?" <laughs> and I was like, "All right, yeah, go for it." And so he's been playing a ton of online. Um, like he doesn't even really play the campaign. Like he just wants to play the online stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's something to be said for that because sometimes you just like it, it, playing online is a lot more like how we used to play GTA in the garage. 
where you can just hop on and just fuck around for, you know, 15 minutes and cause some chaos and get out. You know, like the, sometimes the story missions are boring. Yeah. But one thing I did like about this game is that it, it sort of returned to the, um, the cinematic Yes. Uh, oh, very much type. so. You know, like, like GTA 4 didn't really, it, it wasn't as much like a movie as the other ones were, uh, really? narratively or experientially. Hmm. I don't know. It, it, I, I think it was. Fuck you. Like, you can go on YouTube and they've got like an eight hour, like, uh, movie cut, like where you can watch all the cutscenes cut together like a, like a movie. Yeah, but there was something about it where, where it just, it didn't, for me, it didn't, I don't know. Maybe it's just because I didn't like it, so I didn't. I, I wasn't. I wasn't vibing with it. Maybe it was like a movie that I wouldn't want to watch. <laughs> well, what are you going to do? Yeah. Well, because like GTA Four, like it had a lot more like in-game dialogue, I guess, that progressed the story. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. It was less of a, you know, here's the beginning of the mission. Here's a cutscene. You go do the mission. At the end of the mission, there's another cutscene. Like there'd be stuff in between, or like if you had to like drive somewhere, you'd have a conversation that apparently would change from one playthrough to the other. Like there was like an op- sets of options that they would of things they would talk about. Oh, cool! And uh, and it wasn't always the same. So like if you failed a mission and you had to replay it, sometimes they would say different stuff. Well, in in this game, one thing that I I, I wish I remembered the mission, but it I, it may have been like your first big heist um, in the game, but it's one of my favorite GTA experiences ever. Like you do your heist, you're breaking out, like you go underground and you hop on bikes and you're like riding your, your dirt bike, like through the sewers and shit. And there was something about that experience. Like I was so into it in the moment. I was so fucking pumped. And when I went to do that, that motorcycle part, like my adrenaline was pumping and I nailed it the first try. Like it was such a glorious moment for me. It was, uh, yeah, I, I will not forget that, uh, that GTA experience. GTA five's got some really good set piece action. Yeah. Missions. Uh, like though I'm another dirt bike one. I think you're Trevor and you're, you're chasing the airplane. It's like, it's, it's like about to crash and they've got, okay, they've got something on it and you've got to get it back from them and kill everybody so that they can't say anything about it. Mm-hmm. And you're on a dirt bike chasing an airplane. <laughs> and you gotta, like jump over a train at one point and fucking oh that does uh, sound familiar uh, yeah it was just super cool it was just a really fun well thought out mission man i kind of want to like i don't currently have xbox live because uh, i wasn't playing it often enough but i'm i'm kind of tempted to go and start the story mode over again oddly enough this is the only one of the main gtas that i never beat really yeah oh i did beat this one yeah it it had a satisfying ending yeah i got i got pretty far in it but i was thinking about it the other day and i was like i don't think i ever actually got to the end because uh i don't know why like i think i i just didn't uh i somehow lost interest and i don't think i ever finished it wow you should it's a good game um and you know just fucking like all of a sudden the ability with the online to get together with a group of buddies. I had, I had like a little, a little crew where like, it was probably for a solid few months, like almost on a daily basis, like late at night, we would all just hop on and do a bunch of missions together. And like, you can, you can have races, you can have like skydiving competitions or like jet fights, uh, you know, eventually heists. Like it, it was, it was so much fun to, to be a part of a group. And like, you know, I, I wasn't 
I wasn't good at the races yeah. or anything. I, for some reason, I excelled in, in the, the airplane segments, you know, like if it was a jet fight, I'm not sure I, I there was ever one that I didn't win. Like I, really? I, I dominated. I know what, what you were watching the other night, man, I was out of practice. I, I was just crashing that plane immediately, but, um, but, uh, no, I was, I was adept at, uh, at the jets. Unlike with cars, I never won races ever. I got pretty good with the cars. Like the, like GTA driving is one of those things I've put a lot of hours into and I got, I got pretty fucking comfortable with it. You know, were, were you playing at the time when there were those, uh, when there was that fucking hack that, that leaked where, where you just were rich? Yes. Oh man. Was that amazing or what? Made, made it much easier because <laughs> oh, otherwise it was hard to get to... money. Well, yeah. Yeah. Like I think that's, that's why I have a difficult time playing online these days because when I had shit tons of money and I could just buy the top, top of the line cars and just get paint jobs for my whole collection whenever I wanted to, it was really cool. You know, cause yeah, you had your own place, you know, like you could, you could buy real estate and you could buy houses and that had yeah. garages that you could keep your cars in. I remember one time just like painting all of my vehicles to be like Joker themed with like purple and green and shit just for fun. Cause I was feeling <laughs> that was what was different. Like today when I jumped on, I was playing with Odin's character online because he's got a bunch of shit unlocked that I don't because I haven't played, <laughs> I haven't played online on the Xbox one at all yet. Oh yeah. So, um, I was playing with his character and like, I was at the airport and I was like, aha. And I just started like shooting up the place and, and like, it, like hopped in his car and like drove it off a big ramp and flipped it over and blew it up. And he was like, Oh man, like I, that was an expensive car. I was like, wait, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oops. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. You got to take care of your shit. He had insurance Otherwise, on you, it, so you have to pay a bunch. Yeah. yeah I think he's, he's got to get it like back out of Hawk and then go fix it or something. He was like, Oh, that's kind of a bummer. Never worried about that before in GTA. Like I don't care about blowing cars up. Oh, and that, and it's cool that, that like, if you have a car in your garage, you can like call your, your garage attendant or like yeah. your assistant and he'll deliver a car to you Then you can kill him, but he doesn't stay dead. Here's your tip motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. What? You're going to do the thing I asked you to do. Big mistake. <laughs> One other thing that I love about GTA five is the shark. Oh yeah, yeah. We went hunting for it the other day. I really wanted it to kill me, and like, and it didn't. It didn't come. Oh man! So we all know I'm a big wuss, but there, there's, there's something about even when I'm just playing a video game where my character is out in the middle of the ocean, and then all of a sudden a shark is coming at you. Like it actually makes my <laughs> blood pump. You know, like my adrenaline goes, and like I have like a fight or flight like reaction. Like I'm like. Ah! Yeah, you know, and I mean, you're not going to win against the shark. Well, I, maybe you can. I think you can, but I never have. And then it eats me, and it's frightening. But we wanted to find that shark because we were playing in what you, what you had just discovered and just shown me, but director mode. And yeah, you can have explosive punches. I yeah. wanted to explode that shark with a punch. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can put any you know whatever. NPC or whatever skin you want on, you can have uh, flaming bullets, exploding bullets. You can have any weapon you want, any car you want. You can have low gravity, like super. You can have super jumps, and uh, just wreak havoc insanely. When Odin first showed me that, he had low gravity and exploding bullets on, and I would like, 
when the the cops were coming down from the helicopters, you I'd shoot at them, and if I I'd just be like pop 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 pop, and you just like keep bouncing them in the air. Because <laughs> blow a little further, and like they fell all slow because of low gravity, and it was awesome. Yeah, we got to play that for a little bit. That was a lot of fun. That that's the kind of shit I want to do with a game like that. Like I love when when you're able to mod your experience like that. Like I don't need to. I don't need it to be like that all all the time, but it certainly enhances it. Now, I'm I'm glad that exists, and I'm hoping I can do it without being online or having uh, gold. Or Xbox Live Gold. I don't. Th- no, I don't think you need either of those because it's not online. Yeah, we. Were, I was doing it in story mode. So awesome. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna stay up a little later tonight. But yeah, like I, you know, as much as I love Vice City, I, I think I probably would have to say that GTA Five takes the top spot for me because there's just from sheer variety. Well, and it's got it's got all the features. It's polished. You can swim. You know, there's just. It is the pinnacle. And and yeah. I've heard rumblings about a GTA 6 that, you know, GTA 6 is in development. Yeah. It's going to come out at some point. I'm not really sure where, how they top it, where they go, how they make it better. Like, do they do GTA in space? Yes. Is it like in the future? GTA Mars. Yeah. Like, oh, that could be kind of cool. I could dig that. I mean, going back to, to what I was saying earlier, like, I'm kind of surprised that with with this cash cow the GTA online is and how self-sustaining it is i'm shocked they haven't ported you know liberty city and haven't brought out a, a vice city unless they're planning on going back to vice city for for a GTA 6 or done like I mean, europe you know go yeah. to go to you know london or paris or something you know another big city or tokyo oh man that'd be wild yeah like i mean or, you know, Ogden, Utah. Like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Chicago or something, you know? I mean, there's there's all kinds of places they could go. Yeah. Rockstar North is from Scotland, so you know, they they should be able to parody British society just as well as they can parody American society. Yeah. But yeah, GTA 5 is, like you said, polished. It is just so gorgeous. When you're, like, in the mountains or, like, at a river or in the ocean, like, everything is so beautiful. Well, and... In director's mode is when I noticed that uh, when I, you know, I was invincible so I could swim around as much as I wanted. Like, they've put so much detail into the floor of the ocean. Yeah. Everywhere, you know, where it's near shore before it dives down the continental shelf and gets super deep. It's fucking shocking. It's, uh, it's deep enough down that it's like, who's going to see this? Why, wh- why are they doing it? I guess now they do have, like, submarines and shit that you can go around in there. Oh, shit. Yeah, I was, I was watching some stuff that they have, uh, like a video about all the stuff that they have online now. They've got like a flying DeLorean that you can get. and a f- Oh, yeah, I remember seeing that. But it was just, it was so much fucking money. And I'm like, I'm yeah. never going to be able to earn the money to get yep. that. And they've got, a, they've got a car that turns into a submarine and shoots guided missiles. Don't they have a jetpack also? They do. They have a jetpack and they've got like a jet, like a hovering jet bike. Oh, man. They got all kinds of cool shit. It's gotten oh. fucking crazy. But... I- I just need that that money cheat to happen again. Or just spend, you know, seven or eight hundred dollars on shark cards, John. That would do it yeah. too. Oh jeez. Those sons of bitches. I'm so glad they haven't gotten me with that. I opt out of microtransactions. I don't do them. It's just yeah. a, a principle a good, of mine. That's a good rule. Uh one more thing to touch on. Sorry, I know we're going we're going long, but have you ever investigated the ghost in GTA? Oh 5? yes. Uh, yeah, up on the top of the mountain there. Uh, yeah. Around, yeah. I I have 
man, I, I wish I would have done a little more research because like there's a whole like in-game story like there's like a news report maybe that, or I think maybe you can find like a, newspapers or something. Yeah. On there's it, right? a newspaper. Yeah. And then I think they also mentioned something on a radio show once about, about who was it? Was it a politician or it's somebody important in the game whose, whose wife, you know, fell to her death while they were walking on the mountains. But then there's this, there's the whole story about, you know, the investigation about how he pushed her and he, he murdered her. And then at a certain time during the night, her ghost will show up at, at, uh, on the mountain. And if you get, you know, too close, she'll disappear. Yeah. I, I love that so much. Like, ew, I'm getting chills just talking about it. Like it creeped me out so bad when I, when I went and actually investigated it the first time, I was like, Ooh. I remember hearing something about there being like a Bigfoot somewhere too, but that was uh, in, that was in San Andreas. Oh, was that in San Andreas? Yeah. I, I don't yeah, remember. Yeah. I never found they, it though. They, I, I think that's more or less been debunked. I, I looked into that for a while, you know, trying to, trying to see everybody's theories, like everybody who's put time into that. I think, I think it is just a hoax. Just like the real Bigfoot. Yep. Or is he? <laughs> just like COVID. Whoa, wait, what? No, I'm just kidding. Don't, uh, <laughs> don't come at me, anyone. I'm not, I'm not making any statement. Leave me alone. Um, all right. So you think it's structure time? We've been doing this for a while. Yeah, yeah. I feel like GTA Five needed more to be said about it, but I don't have more to say. Like I, I, and I think I think of all of them, that's probably the one that everyone's played most. Well, you know, a lot of the or at stuff least most recently. A lot of the stuff we said about the other ones also applies to GTA yeah. Five. Yeah, GTA Five is good. I like it. All right. Well, uh, hey Benjamin. Yeah. What's your favorite use in pop culture? All right, so my favorite use in pop culture for the Grand Theft Auto series is the Red Dead Redemption series. Oh, it's also made okay, by Rockstar. that's your angle. Like, you would not have gotten, we would not have gotten that without, I mean, it's GTA in the Wild West, essentially, and it's fucking brilliant. They put all the care and attention that they, you know, do to their flagship series into Red Dead Redemption as well, and it's fucking just it's so good yeah it is incredibly good i've 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 seen a uh i don't think i've actually watched the video but i've seen like a thumbnail for a video in uh on youtube about you know the the detail that they put in there and there's like an arrow pointing at like a horse's balls and it's like shrinks when it gets cold like, yep, wow yeah. that's that's a lot of detail and your horse shits at realistic intervals and <laughs> 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 it's fucking great um, but I mean, beyond that, it's just, you, you can do all the same shit. You know, you're fucking, ro you know, robbing trains on horseback. Like you're right up to the side of the train and you jump off onto the train and fucking, you've got your little bandana over your face and robbing coaches and banks and getting bounties on, on, uh, on outlaws. Yeah. Yeah. And you can go out and go hunting and skin animals in creepily realistic ways. Yeah. I never beat the first one, but I really, really enjoyed it. Um, the one thing I didn't like was that you had to keep pressing the, your a button to make your horse keep ri riding. Like I wish it was just something you could hold down like a car. Uh, um, my, well, th my thumb was getting tired. They fixed that in the second one. Oh, good. I have not played the second one. Yeah. Like if there's like a trail, like, like you can, I can't, I can't remember what you do. I think, but you can basically get them up to speed and then, there's a button that you press and they just follow the trail. You don't even have to just, steer them. Just anymore. cruise control your horse. Yeah. 
But I mean, there it's it is. I I wouldn't mind them taking GTA somewhere like I mean, this Red Dead Redemption is essentially GTA Old West Edition. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, and it's fucking brilliant. And I and I I wouldn't be opposed to them doing that with more settings. You know, like yeah. like like do a GTA in like the the twenties. You know, during Prohibition or something, that would be fun. Or doing a a GTA in the future or doing a GTA in the Dark Ages? Well, I don't know what that would be. (laughs) (laughs) You could be bandits. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, do GTA... uh, Caveman Edition. Yeah, why can't I remember the name? Uh, Fucking Mongolian Warlord fucking killed everyone. Thank you. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it, it's. I mean, the Wild West is the perfect, like the most direct analog, the, the or the the best place to take that story because it just well, fits yeah. so well. And and you still have guns in that. Like I think it would be hard if you were doing you know like medieval times. And, yeah. You know you don't you don't have any real. Well, I guess you could have bow and arrow, but. I don't know. It'd be it'd be different. Like like I feel like the old west has enough modern equivalents to or or, or equivalents to modern things that that it's still enjoyable. Yeah, you can steal like a be, horse. Yeah, you can still rob a bank or a coach. You can get a hooker. There's still cops to kill. Yeah. What about you, John? What was what's your favorite use in pop culture? So with mine, uh, you know, I think I'm going to sound like a broken record here, but okay, even though I think. I put GTA five above vice city. I think I'm going to go. My favorite use in pop culture is vice city because of the amount of pop culture that I love that it puts into that game as well. So my favorite use of pop culture is vice city. I love the eighties. I love the music. I love the aesthetic. I love the movies that, that are inspiring this game. So yeah, yeah, I, I, Vice City will be my favorite use because I, you know, I don't really see anything outside of the series. You know, like I, I, I totally get the Red Dead of it all because that, you know, that that GTA created something new that, you know, like you said, we wouldn't have it without GTA. And the Red Dead series is great, or at least the first one is that uh, or well, Red Dead Redemption. Isn't that a sequel? Yeah, to Red Dead yeah, Revolver. Cause that was it was made by a different developer that ended up getting a you know purchased by Take Two. That's right. And then, but Rockstar only did uh, the two Redemption games. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. I did play a little bit of Revolver. It had that that interesting shooting mechanic. Yeah. Yeah. Where you'd the, like, yeah, you'd like do the different targets. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go GTA Vice City because I I love that game with all my heart. I would be happy to play it any day of the week, anytime. Um, it'd be really cool if I could just buy it in the uh, the Xbox store and just download it. But they don't love me that much. Jerks. <laughs> when I was originally thinking about favorite use in pop culture, I had like. The, the the first thing that came to me well, didn't really apply. It wasn't I, like I didn't like it because it, w- it certainly wasn't my favorite use. But when I was looking for a version, when I was looking at like Chinatown War to download on my phone, I was very amused by all of the Grand Theft Auto clones mm-hmm. and like ripoffs that are out there on the uh, on the App Store. You had uh, Grand Theft Crime, Grand Miami, <laughs> <laughs> Grand Miami. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Grand Miami Gangster Theft Crime City. 
<laughs> Grand Theft Battle Auto. Dude Theft Wars Online. <laughs> Grand Gangster Mini. Uh, Grand Gangster Miami City Auto Theft. Grand Mafia City Gangster Squad Theft. <laughs> wow. And there's like yeah. a thousand more of them. Grand Gangster City Battle. Also, why would you name your city Vice City? Like, it may as well be like Crime Town. Yeah. <laughs> Shitsville. <laughs> um, so one word, one word review. Why, why, do, why do we, why did we name that segment that when it's so difficult for me to say? Single word synopsis. <laughs> I actually really like that. <laughs> um, so I'll, I'll go ahead and take this one uh, first. I'm going to go with, oh boy, oh, which one? Maybe not. Um, no, I'm going to go with, uh, with cinematic. Okay. Because yeah. that, is, that is what I love so much about this is that I am in a movie. Like I am in something that is crafted to feel exactly like the movies that I love. And it's done with such attention and care that it never feels like a ripoff even though it is so heavily influenced from that, but it also never feels bad. You know, like, like, I don't know if it's just because I'm so invested in it that it's like, this is the best fucking movie I've ever played in my life because I'm the star, but it feels so, uh, so gratifying to get yourself through that story, you know? And like, you feel extra connected to it because even though the, the ending is, planned just like a movie you know like the the cutscenes may as well be like a movie that they shot but you are controlling it and it is dependent upon you doing this thing to get the to get to the end but you know in the meantime you know for for all i know you know in in uh in ray liotta's uh you know in between the scenes in goodfellas he's going and killing people and running them over <laughs> so i get to be that or or Tony Montana, you know, who knows if he's on some like coke rage fucking bender where where he's just going to go murder people. Um yeah, oh shit. I totally forgot something. Oh, never mind. No, it wouldn't be my favorite use in pop culture. But I was uh real quick, I was watching videos on YouTube earlier and there's this this supercut that was just called like jumping off buildings or something. And it's like a guy that's doing all crazy stunts to like, to, you know, make himself fall off buildings impressively. But there was, a, there was this one, it made me laugh so hard because, because I connected with it. He's on top of a mountain and there's like people like looking out over the mountain and he does what I do. And he just, he just runs into them and they just fall off the mountain and he watches <laughs> them. I'm like, oh man, I forgot. I totally forgot to mention that. Like the, the mundanity, mundanity of, uh, of just running into people in GTA five, just walking right into them and knocking them over. So they want to fight you. I love that so much. Yeah. I used to love doing that in front of cops and uh, you know, you, you just like walk into them until they punch you and then the cop shoots them. <laughs> and you walk away. <laughs> like as long as you don't throw a punch, you don't get in trouble. <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, so yeah, sorry. Cinematic, uh, playing a movie. Love it. There it is. Well, What's I guess, yours? I mean, that, that is kind of how they approached it. Like, that's what they wanted to do. I mean, you think about it. In 2001, games being cinematic was not a common... Th it's not the common thing that it was, that it is now. Yeah. You know, where yeah. games are, are a more legitimate storytelling device 
now, or, or, you know, they've got an air of legitimacy now that I think more people recognize that you can tell really cool and interesting stories with video games. Whereas back in 2001, it was not that they didn't have as much respect as they have now. And, and so most games weren't necessarily trying to tell something cinematic. And I guess when they did GTA three, like part of their goal was like, I want to write this like a movie. Like uh, the story we want to tell, I don't want it to fold out, you know, where you've got levels and like things happen and there's characters, you know, I want it to, you know, I wanted the story to be compared to a movie and not other video games. Yeah. And so that was their goal. And it sounds like they achieved it. They achieved it with me. I, you know, I think, I think I am pretty fairly like squarely their target audience. Like, I think I, I think I bought into it exactly how they wanted someone to. And, um, yeah, I heart Rockstar. Um, yeah, so for my single word synopsis, oh, we could, we could really hamstring ourselves and do single syllable synopsis. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. Uh, Good. Yeah. Great. Grand. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Catharsis. Okay. Because uh, I love the story mode. I love... Uh, the you know like we talked about you know you go through the they've got such good you know satire and and the jokes are you know it's got just loads of jokes in there that are that are all delivered with the absolute most seriousness and dryness they're all just there cuz it's it's just a straight parody and i love that and the action, the you know the the meat and potatoes of the story but i think the thing that i really got the most out of and probably what i spent the most time doing in GTA it's just fucking around and blowing stuff up and driving cars off of things and into things mm-hmm. and uh, just generally causing a nuisance. <laughs> 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 and uh, and it was just so fun to just be able to sit down and still is fun, frankly, to be able to sit down like, you know, Odin's playing GTA and I'm like, hey, can I borrow the controller for a minute? And I just go around and I, you know, start some fights and I, you know, light some things on fire and get the cops called on me and have them chase me around the city a little while and then uh, stop somewhere and uh, just fight until I die. Yeah. That just speaks to me. And I, and I think it, it is cathartic <laughs> to go in there and just uh, work some, uh, some stress and shit out uh, on the poor populace of Los Santos. Yeah. Thank you, folks, for uh, letting us steal your time from you. Um if you want to let us know how we did today, uh, you can shoot us a uh, message at email at geeksplorationpodcast.com. You can find us on the social medias, Facebook, Geeksploration, the podcast page, uh, Instagram, Geeksploration Podcast, or Twitter at Geeksplore Pod. You can also call us, as people have started doing, and I fucking love it, um, at 916-ORC-TURD. That is 916-O-R-C-T-U-R-D. Do it. And if you enjoyed today's show, please consider giving us a uh, five wanted star review on iFruit Podcasts or uh, or Podchaser. <laughs> iFruit. <laughs> <laughs> we've uh, we've got some swag available at uh, shop.geeksplorationpodcast.com. Uh, we are part of the Geekly Grind podcast network. Too bad we're not in San Diego right now. They are doing a giveaway for like Suicide Squad preview tickets. Where you get to see the Son movie of early, a bitch. But you got to be in San Diego. I've heard that's so good. Like the re- the early reviews yeah. are so positive. 
So I don't know if they'll still be doing it, but check out the Geekly Grind. They might be giving away uh, tickets to the Suicide Squad if you're uh, in San Diego. Yeah, and <laughs> even even if you're not, I'm sure you'll find something there yes. that, that, will, that will interest you. You'll find us there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully, if you've listened this long, we interested you at least a little bit. <laughs> uh, and our theme song, as always, is Cruising for Goblins by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com. And remember... I got a hole in my feck. <laughs>